2: Hello oh, and welcome to my favourite takeaway podcast. This is the show for people, as we always say, <laughs> uh, who love food but can't always be bothered to cook it. But as Simran rightly pointed out last week, we do also cook food. We do have that skill. We, You know, we're not so clueless. We're entirely relying on people bringing us food. We
3: can chop uh, an onion.
2: We can chop an, an onion. onion. Exactly. I, I even, I was bought, uh, well, I say that, I was bought snazzy onion chopping glasses for... Um, for Christmas last year, like goggles you wear while you're chopping an onion. Thoughts on mm, that?
3: Because you cry. I do. Because I... <laughs> <laughs> you cry too much. Well, I'm a real crier. In you never see Gordon Ramsay crying. No, you don't. That's,
2: that's so true. You never see him in pink, sort of basically swimming goggles when he's doing... <laughs> when he goes into, you know, Gordon Ramsay's kitchen nightmare and preparing food. He's never wearing goggles, is it? Is that, it's that lame? That I've got <laughs>
3: goggles for cutting an onion. Is that, is that really tragic? 100% yes.
0: Okay, like this... <laughs>
3: I've not seen one credible chef wear wear goggles because they can't <laughs> cut an onion. It's so like Crane, you'll have to take a picture of yourself chopping an onion and wearing the goggles.
2: Yeah, and then and then just
3: send it to your DM.
2: Is that what you mean? Yeah, because that's the yeah. <laughs> sort of thing you're into. <laughs> so, um, Sim, it is the last episode of this series, Series 2. The last I'm, episode. Uh, it's been a joyous series. I loved it. It's been so, so much fun. Uh, I mean, have you enjoyed it? <laughs> I am, I am. Where are my goggles? <laughs> <laughs> to anyone listening who's sort of joined us since the beginning or listened throughout this series, thank you so much for all the amazing correspondence you've sent us. Uh, it means a lot that you're enjoying it and all the lovely messages you send our way. But uh, we really do appreciate it. So, Sim, shall we have one last round of correspondence
3: for this series? Uh, what have we been sent this week? So. These are our final two correspondents of the series. And we've had some incredible messages and DMs, emails coming in from you guys. So thank you so much. And just because we're going off air doesn't mean you can stop sending us things. Please send us stuff. We do read them all and they're all great. So here we go. Greetings from the northeast of the US. I'm writing to let you know about a new version of a takeaway in my area that I hadn't heard of before. It's a mix Of a takeaway and a food truck, where each delivery driver arrives in a special van with a kitchen inside. When you place your order, the last steps of cooking will take place in that van, right outside your house. So pizzas come straight from the oven, and your chips will have left the fire 30 seconds before they hit your plate. I've heard good reviews from others of this place, but I've yet to try it myself, partly because the idea of a private chef cooking for me curbside feels a bit awkward. <laughs> right, Crane, what are your thoughts on this? That's amazing. W- would you go for this, Crane? Is this the sort of thing you would go for?
2: It feels yeah. quite you. There's a few things with this. First of all, I think it depends what I'm ordering. So, like, if I'm having one of my sort of bleak Thursdays and I want a Donner kebab, the idea of someone turning up outside my house in a van and sort of openly... <laughs> Making me a doner kebab in front of my neighbours at like half eight on Thursday feels a bit too much. So, so I think if it was like, uh, let's say a pizza, or maybe like I could do like sushi or something like that something that could give a vibe of the sort of person I want to be seen as, and maybe that
3: that does make sense. I have, I have to say, if you're ordering the doner kebab, uh, I don't think you necessarily need the chili and garlic sauce finished off outside <laughs> your house. I think I'm right in saying it doesn't <laughs> matter if it's if it's not that fresh. <laughs> Now, I, I, not for me to
2: question your wisdom. That's quite right. But there is something to be said for the donna being shaved off the spit just before it's handed to you, so it's it's piping hot. So maybe that would be nice, you know, you kind of or the the chicken sheesh coming off the grill straight into your kebab. So it, so it, into your pitta. So it's hot when you're having it. And I think there are certain things, like for example, we've talked about this before, like. Chips, fries, do not deliver well at all. They're always terrible. Wherever you have chips, uh, they're always cold, often sweaty by the time they turn off. The idea of your chips being made just before they're handed to you outside your house, that's a winner, surely.
3: I think you're right. That is a winner. And we'll be speaking to Matt Crosby a bit later. And we have a big, long discussion about chips. And I do think across the series, this series and last... There is definitely a theme that chips do not travel well, and no takeaway, or there's been no takeaway delivery service that's able to solve that problem, and no restaurant is able to really smash out home delivered chips. I've not seen anyone whose like speciality is a really crispy hot chip being delivered to your front door. I couldn't agree more. How how have we got a situation, Simran, where we've been to the
2: moon, like we've literally we've landed on other planets? (laughs) And that was like years ago as well. But we still can't get chips from a takeaway which is less than a half a mile from your house. I'm not saying that NASA needs to sort of like maybe pipe some of its research and money in that direction. But, you know, it wouldn't
3: hurt, would it? 100%. Well, look, I want to move on to our next message. Talking of uh, of, of crisps and dip, which is something that we mentioned a couple of weeks ago, we've had a uh, message come in saying just the soon to this week's episode this was actually last week's episode uh, of the guest to whose grandfather poured ketchup on ready salted crisps I've never done this myself but in our family sprinkling vinegar onto ready salted crisps is a regular treat probably sounds a little weird but works really well the vinegar can make the crisps a little soft but it's so good a must try so that was from Kelly from Shropshire now Kelly I've got two issues with this Firstly, you've said, I've never done this myself. And then you've gone on to say, it's a must try. So (laughs) uh, 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 I'm I'm worried about your judgment and your recommendations because you've never done it. So I don't know why you would say it's a must try. (laughs) Secondly, you've said, probably sounds a little weird, but works really well. It makes the crisps a little soft but it's so good again you've not tried this kelly but you're saying it's so good i don't know how soggy a crisp can get before it's inedible but i don't think any sort of slightly soft or soggy crisp is ever a good texture in the mouth i think that's just a complete turn off well yeah, i th- i think i think that's a good point i think that it'll all be about
2: timing won't it the fact that you you'll have to put the vinegar on and there'll be a very short amount of time basically it'll be like the, this crisp will self-destruct in three seconds basically you have to get it straight <laughs> in your mouth and then i <laughs> see because you're right if you leave it too long the idea of like a mushy wet wet crisp sounds awful and the other point on this on the idea of putting vinegar onto a ready salted crisp i don't want to sound patronizing to uh Kelly's father, but um, or grandfather. But is is he aware that salt and vinegar crisps exist? Is is he aware that this this yeah. is, a big, <laughs> is a big thing? <laughs> it's one of the of most famous crisps, salt and vinegar crisps. It's mo- I'd say seventy percent of crisps available are salt and vinegar crisps.
3: <laughs> he also buys these cheese crisps and then gets just some some chopped up onion that he does with his goggles <laughs> and just sprinkles it on them. And honestly, they're an absolute killer.
2: I will say one thing about this though I actually I can kind of see that it might work as we discussed later in this episode with Crosby uh, Matthew Crosby I I love vinegar so I can see that maybe that added sharpness of fresh vinegar from the bottle might be <laughs> quite exciting might have a sort of uh, an awakening quality i will give that a go i'll give that a go so that's from kelly from cheshire i want to just quickly give the uh, the name of the person who sent our first email as well it's from uh which was from the northeast of the us simply because it's dr christelle hayden and it's nice nice to know that that's sort of the sort of listener we have now is doctors from america getting in contact look at this what a highbrow audience we have sim we've achieved it so If you have anything you want to send to the show, be that weird things you enjoy eating, weird things your family enjoy eating, any weird takeaway ideas you had, anything, sort of any unusual takeaway foods that you eat wherever you are in the world, because it seems we have lots of listeners from all around the globe, so we want to hear from you. You can contact us on hello at myfavoritetakeawaypodcast.com, which is the least snappy email in the universe, or (laughs) in these many other ways.
3: you can follow us on insta on my favorite takeaway podcast on twitter on fav takeaway pod or email us hello at my favorite takeaway podcast.com Next up, we have the very funny comedian and presenter, Matthew Crosby. Uh, Matt is part of the Pappy's Brilliant Sketch Group, uh, and they've got their podcast, uh, Flatshare Slam Down, which is really funny. I would urge you to check it out. And Matt is also uh, the host with Ed Gamble of a Radio extra show every Sunday. I would recommend checking that out as well. We enjoyed a fish and chips in Matt's house somewhere in South London. So we've just arrived at Matt's lovely home, and he's taken out some special plates. Special plates, it is white plates. Well, you
1: know what I should have done? If you want to create the authentic, like, Crosby family, I should have warmed them in the oven. Now that's the... Oh, my father does the same that's thing. Like, that's the mistake I made, I haven't oh, warmed them in the oven. So, so was that a
3: family trick to warm them in the
1: oven? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say... It a trick? <laughs> a family trick is... Uh, Are you supposed <laughs> to be amazed by fire
2: still? Um, <laughs>
0: This despite
1: that? hosting this podcast, you've
2: got no idea how cooking works, have you? <laughs> how would you normally be eating a takeaway? So we're, we're sat at your table by your garden, very nice. Yes. Would you normally be doing this?
1: What's the normal deal? With Fish and a chips takeaway? at the table, curry or anything else in front of the telly. Whoa,
3: whoa, hold on a sec. Yeah. That feels like a strange choice, because a curry. Has oh, I know. Yeah, sauce. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. And your carpets are beautiful. Thank you so Soft much. Soft and cosy. Why were you lying on the carpet? <laughs> <laughs> They're completely laminated
2: around the television. <laughs> it's a wet room.
3: <laughs> Why would you put them in such danger with a curry? whereas it fish and chips? You're not going to...
1: I'll talk you through our curry routine. Mm. So once it gets ordered... I mean, I, I, can, move, I can move around, I can show you.
3: Yeah. Okay. The
1: curry gets laid out along the kitchen surfaces, right? And then we'd plate up, Yeah. we'd go into the telly room, yeah. and we've got... Um, in fact, I'll show you what we've got. Oh, I'm so excited. What's he gonna bring back? What is he gonna bring back? Please be an Indian chef.
2: <laughs> <laughs> a really got- famous Indian really?
3: chef. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please welcome <It's-> Atul Khajaar! <laughs> Man <laughs> of Jaffrey's back. there. of Jaffrey's no, We've got back. these,
1: like, <gasps> like old people, right? Like, wow. I've
2: never been more jealous. So,
1: that uh, is- a William Morris print for me. So this is a lap table. Yeah, it's a bean bag. Yep. Attached to a bit of wood that, that yes. serves as a table that you can put on your lap.
2: That
3: is so great. And so we,
1: that's how we eat dinner
2: every- I didn't realise anyone under the age of ninety, owned one of those. This is
3: an absolute game changer.
2: My feet are dancing. I'm, I'm, I'm so literally jealous.
3: here thinking, why well, would then, I not you know, have
2: They're this? extremely inexpensive. It's such a good invention. I don't know why the table exists now. Why are we eating well, on because these? You well, because you've got all sit around that. But these should be worn around your necks at all times. So wherever you need a meal, you sit there. Well, like an ice cream poppy- girl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <know.
3: laughs> <laughs> I think that will happen at some point later in life, Graham. But I don't need to get to that. So you get that state round, right now. You so sit yeah. in front
1: of the telly. Yeah, and you eat your curry. Yeah. And then, you know, you pause whatever film you're watching and go back for seconds and... So you kind of, you, you, you do a big plate of everything you want to eat. Yeah. You know, and then your naan breads and your and your poppadom. Are you
2: separating out the starters and the maze as well? Are no, you having starters? No, oh, really? A big
3: plate, heaped high. I see now that you're reducing the spillage because you've got the lovely contraction. Oh, actually, that's wiped clean. One
2: final question about these very briefly. Yeah, of course. Would it that you and Charlie, your wife, both happened to have one, and then when you got together, you realised that you both had one. And What's it was one of those absolutely moments where you across the, the table.
0: What a weird, what weird. weird. How
1: would we have, have realised that? How would you realise that? <laughs> it's a beautiful story. We lived on uh, different sides of the same street. And yeah. uh, I looked over one night and I saw her eating off one of these and I thought, well, that's the girl <laughs> that I'm
2: going to marry.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you left your then-wife
2: <laughs> yeah. So fish and chips you're having at the table. You're yeah. warming the plates if you can be bothered. You haven't tonight. but no, um, couldn't be bothered tonight. I would choose not to be too offended. And then take us through what we've ordered here. And How are you normally doing this then? Right,
1: so we have got cotton chips for everybody. Amazing. That's a standard. There's your mushy peas as well. Oh, yes, please.
3: Now, yes, please. mushy peas. Have you heard the story of Peter Mandelson and mushy peas? No. So Peter yeah, Mandelson, are we allowed
1: to say this on yeah. the podcast?
3: <laughs> <out>? <laughs> so Peter Mandelson, the former disgraced Labour minister, of course, was at a time, this was at a time in the late 90s, early 2000s, where Labour were being accused of parachuting in these metropolitan elite candidates into these northern towns. And Peter Manderson arrived in Huddersfield to try and get to know the locals. Sure. Uh, not Huddersfield, Hartlepool. Okay. And he was trying to get to know the locals, and he went into a fish and chip shop, and he went in, he had a whole camera crew, press crew, with him, and he looks at these mushy peas, and he says, Oh, I'd love a bit of guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got mushy peas here. In a little polystyrene cup. Love yes. this. Yeah. Oh, they're quite liquidy. Ooh. Well, they
1: are. I mean, I There's would a liquidy say... liquidy
3: mushy piece.
1: I would say they are, yeah, they're liquefied rather than mushy. Yeah. And then curry sauce as well. Oh,
3: I love curry sauce. So,
1: what I thought could be
2: fun as we sort of go through this, is to really break down the experience of fish and chips and decide what you like at every juncture. So, the first thing is, this has come in paper and then a polystyrene box inside. What's your dream? Is it newspaper? Is it a cone of chips?
1: How do you think fish and chips should be served? That is an excellent question. I mean, I haven't seen newspaper in absolutely years. And yeah. also I don't think you'd ever you'd never want newspaper against anything you're about to eat. Right? Because mm. you, you don't want that. the
3: you don't want the ink coming off onto your fish and chips. Exactly. Exactly. A news story down the A New story from nineteen fifty-seven reading your fish. Suez. <laughs> 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 is, is,
1: is, Peter Mandelson said what? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want any of that. But it
2: used to be, literally be yesterday's paper. That's what it was. I remember going on holiday to Cornwall as a kid, and that is what there'd be some kind of like plastic sheet inside. But it was always served like that. Quite like that. I don't know. But maybe it's just nostalgia. I know what I've ever like, eaten. Yeah. Fish it, it's fish all, fish
1: all fish. to do with the death of print media.
3: It is. <laughs> it's Murdoch. Yeah. It's Murdoch's yeah. to blame for that. It's now
2: served on an iPad with a BBC iPhone. <laughs> <up open. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's that. And then the key question they ask: you when to get it, of course, is: do you want salt and vinegar on it?
1: Always, you- always salt and vinegar. Yeah. And I. I just let them decide. You know, if you're oversorting your food, you feel bad, but if someone else is doing it, you go, well, mm. that's, that's <laughs> their tradition, that's the way they serve it, you know? I'm so addicted to vinegar. I soak mine if I
2: give my own choice.
1: I just love it. I love the real sort of.
2: It's a balancing
1: it. act, though, because you don't want a soggy chip. You want it to maintain its structural integrity. It's like dunking your biscuits in your tea. You don't want it to be, or dunking your biscuits in vinegar. Whatever you want to do. And yeah. <laughs> then such a big fan of vinegar. Yeah. You're part of digestive in there as well. <laughs> vinegar <laughs> over salt, though. Would you? Does it always need to have salt? Would you ever go like for, I've had a lot of salty food this week. I'll just go vinegar. Just, yeah. I could see myself
2: just going vinegar. Yeah. And there's a lot of things I would put vinegar on.
3: Really? Would you put vinegar on a pizza?
2: I could see myself doing that. I don't. If it was there in front of me, I'd happily see myself risking it. Okay, and then
3: sauces.
1: It's always got to be curry sauce. We've got ketchup as well. We've got ketchup and tartar sauce. I mean, oh. ketchup is fine, but basically all I really need is the fish, the chips, the curry sauce, and some sort of
3: plastic fork to eat it with. So, Crosby, can I make an observation? Of course. We were presented with our fish and chips inside polystyrene. Well, I've forgotten what you call these things. Cartons? Cartons, I think Yeah. You've placed your carton full on the plate. You've not taken it out of the carton and onto the plate. Is that what you would usually do?
1: I think, actually, there's so much of it that I don't think the plate can handle it. You know, these. Okay. Are, I need bigger plates, basically. This is the, so, but, this is the situation. Uh, but you
3: wouldn't just have it out of the carton, you want to
1: put a carton on the plate. What normally, because the fish and chip shop down the road, from my house now, yeah. that's just paper, they don't do the polystyrene oh. carton. So I'd put it on the plate and then do my best, you know, removing the tablecloth. With all Lovely the stuff. stuff. Yeah, just <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. get yeah, as much of that <clears throat> out. I mean, the thing is, though, they've given you a plate here. We don't need it a plate. Has. They've no, given they you a plate. Given you a plate. The only thing I would say is, it's not satisfying, sort of scooping the sauce off the polystyrene. Mm. That's the only thing that you lose, don't yes. you? Yes. Because yeah, there's yeah, something yeah. incredibly satisfying about taking a chip and really cleaning the plate.
2: What I, do you think about these these modern sauce things? Because, like, back in the day, it used to be a glass bottle of ketchup. You sat down at a fish and chip restaurant, that you'd whack for like 15 minutes to get one blob. Now it's these tiny little plastic. I don't know how you describe it, it looks like a plastic, it's like a plectrum. It's not just ketchup. a bottle it's like of vinegar, a little, it? it's a little, little plectrum, plectrum. Which plectrum makes a really pack, weird noise mm. when you squeeze it out as well. So Sometimes you we we'll get the. the, uh, we get the uh, okay. yeah. Oh! Yeah, that's yeah. Quite, yeah. actually quite satisfying. <laughs> <fast. laughs> yeah, it's nice. There we go. Is that enough ketchup? How much sauce do you need? Is one of those going to be enough? Let's have a look.
3: There is you... no way one of those no. is going to be enough. I've
2: got ketchup in the house, but we got. I quite
3: like the sensation of having a condiment on a sheet of paper and then scraping Yeah, yeah those final dregs of that condiment off with, like, a chip or a chicken wing or something.
1: The one thing I don't like, though, is when you flip your fish over and the paper has basically just adhered itself to and it. it's taken and off just, the back layer as well. Yeah. Or you've got a big bit of fish in your mouth and suddenly you realise there's an undercurrent of paper. <laughs> you don't need that. This is lovely fish and chips. Mm, this is nice, really it? good. It's got a lovely... The batter's great. The batter's It's soft. a beautiful colour as well. It has a really yeah. sort of
2: satisfying sort of word of the original it's sort quite, of colour.
3: It's quite meaty.
2: Yeah. Fish and
1: chips, obviously has the ability to go the other way and just be terrible. Oh, it can be rank, yeah. Like... It's a real gamble. It's a bit like pizza in that respect. Yeah. yeah. You know, because most of the places you're buying fish and chips from are independent places.
2: Yeah. You've just
1: got no clue. And it could be a bad day for
2: them as well. So let's go back (laughs) to your takeaway past then. So you growing up, it was your dad would take you for fish and chips on a Friday. Were you having takeaway regularly? What was your kind of... No, I still think... When
1: (laughs) we talked about takeaway... You know, how much takeaway you consume Yeah, is in- insane to me. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, whenever I see a Deliveroo guy going past me, like, that's probably crane. <laughs> <laughs> Even an hour from my house, you think they're probably... <laughs> the, crane signal, the crane signal's gone up. Yeah. <laughs> the crane signal's gone um, up. But no, we weren't a regular sort of takeaway family, and I don't think we are now. Whenever I use the Deliveroo app, I've always got to reinstall it.
2: That's really? really? Yeah,
1: yeah. We were talking about takeaways and I said, I mean, it's gone up since then, but I said I'd probably order a curry four or five times a year. Yeah. And we don't really have Chinese that often. Yeah. Maybe order curry four or five times a year. Pizza a bit more regularly. Okay. And fish and chips a bit more regularly as well. But yeah, not a lot. And you said, I just can't understand how you can live like that. Yeah. And I said, how often do you use delivery this month? and you used it 11 times yes. used it eleven times in the month.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, but, that's interesting, because I mean, I use it so... Um, regularly. Regularly. <laughs> and, and also, without thought, I kind of scroll through it as well. That you I do browse, you browse it like I people get, look at, like, Zooko like, or I something? I do, and I also, know? I get... All the news. I constantly get... <laughs> like, I get updated push notifications. I get percentage. From, like, uh, yeah. Uber Eats saying... Uh, were you looking at McDonald's? Were you thinking of completing this order? Whatever, and
3: something will flash up. Um, but hold on, if you're only ordering a curry four to five times a year, that means that your wonderful lap table is only being used four to five times oh, no, a I have, year. I have, my, I have every dinner on my lap table. Every dinner in lap table.
1: Yeah, of course. I'm glad. Because, you know... Like, it's so beautiful. If, <laughs> I don't know if you can see, this table we're sat at, there's not a telly in sight. Yeah. So every night is in front of the telly, lap table, whatever we've made is going on the lap.
0: Mm. We mm. have
1: for a short while a dining table there, fold it away. Never use it. This is a really rare treat to sit down and have this. Yeah, and not be watching Motherland. So, was there ever a point in your life when you were getting takeaways? Let's say uni, for example, What was sort of a, was there a point in your life when you were getting takeaways? Yeah, to? Westgate Kebab. I was a real regular at Westgate Kebab. Where was this? This was in Canterbury. Okay. You know, walking back from a night out in town. In fact, sometimes I would, because I, I lived on campus, So sometimes I would go out to the club that was on campus and so also the nightclub was like there was a a discotheque downstairs (laughs) (laughs) and then upstairs there was like a burger bar. So we had at our student union Domino's Pizza
2: which opened up onto the dance floor. What? what? It, be. Oh, it must so have stunk. You could order slices, um, disgusting. Yeah, whatever you wanted, as you were dancing, you could Oh my god. You Who's no. doing maybe that? Maybe if you were wooing Who? someone, if you were arm in arm with someone, you could go, hey. And, like, what, and you your an have yeah. your first meal on the dance floor. Oh my god. But that they, is... they hand you pizza to the dance floor. That, that. No, did
1: it not? Was it? It must it have stunk. Yeah, it of it was disgusting.
2: That it was Wales's stinkiest dance floor. I think that was the. It was even
1: outrageous.
2: And what was the floor like? and Very
1: good question. the The lights come up, right? You're all covered in garlic sauce. you, you, you know, don't, just, you see who you. Nobody's was. pissed because they've all eaten so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really overstuffed, over you know. Yeah. What does the floor look like at the end of the well, night? I mean, all student union floors at the end of the night look awful. Yeah, but I mean. I, on mine, there was no pepperoni. Yeah. So <laughs>
3: that's a difference. But right? I
2: guess there would have been a degree of spillage around the hatch.
1: <laughs> but, um, <laughs> <laughs> a sentence, I do not want to say we're still talking about the university of <laughs> of <laughs>
2: exactly.
1: a doctor would say to you you've you a little spillage store. around the hatch yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> um, yeah but they did a raging business and people would always go there but so what was your uni so what was the name of this place it was the, the rest of the takeaway you went to Westgate Kebab okay, okay. and when were you using this, this was there a was
1: Okbazi on one half of the road and then Westgate Kebab and I was always a Westgate Kebab person Oh wow. and I think oh. they in many ways they were the underdog although I think they did a phenomenal chicken shish okay. and that's what I would go for so every night I would go out and get hammered have a chicken shish on the way Home and Was it really as regularly, basically every night were you were doing this? Was uh, it was regular. Yeah, it was, yeah, it yeah. was definitely regular. It was, it was certainly two or three times a night. On two or average. three times a night?
0: Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> 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 I would send my alarm. <G2> <laughs> I'd leave, yeah, leave the I'd go,
1: <laughs> go and have a kip. I'd go, well, listen, i and expose two or three. I can probably get, get a couple in before then. But two or three times a week, I was going there. Yeah, I really did have a problem. Is that the <laughs> Atkins <that>? guy. <laughs> <basically, laughs> constant
3: protein.
2: Actually,
1: when I graduated, they had to knock down the wall of my student accommodation to airlift me out.
0: <laughs> One in yeah. Time. Yeah, yeah. So
2: you go there three times a week for your chicken cheese. Can you still remember the order? What were you getting on that? How sort of fresh is it in your
1: memory? Tons of chili sauce. It would just be loads and loads of chili sauce yeah. and loads of jalapeno peppers. And, you know, if I was feeling it, like particularly ravenous, then, you know, maybe some cheesy chips on the side oh, or like that chi- as well. You so, know. Can I, so it's as much <clears throat> as you, like, the, the problem is if you're, you know, I don't want to paint too much of a picture, but if you're walking home alone yeah. uh, from a night's house, a non-successful house. Or successful night. It depends on whether or not you, you work for Westgate Kebab. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's only what you can eat, you know, mm. like it's only what you can eat, because it would be done by the time I was home. But actually, we get lots of messages mm-hmm. on Instagram
3: yeah. about, about this,
1: actually.
3: Which is, so you would eat the kebab on the way home because, for me, as our listeners know, mm-hmm. I have to go home. As do lots of our guests and lots, lots of people who listen to the show. They get their kebab and they eat it home. No. The idea of walking and eating the kebab is, I think, a divisive issue. Is there no foods that you would walk along eating?
2: Me, generally, chocolate bar or crisps or a yop
3: would be as. Sorry, yop. Why Sorry. are you recording this podcast? <laughs> Last time I it <laughs> was
1: 2022. No one's had a yacht since
2: 1987. A yacht? A yacht? anything harder than hold that? Right, hold on, hold on. Oh, Wait, no, no,
3: no. No, 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 no. You can't push past this. Okay. How often are you ordering a yacht? I quite like a yacht. How often are you ordering well, a yacht? Well, say, well, it's it's been be 11 times on, this month. We know that much. I,
1: I would have a Yop maybe once every two months.
3: That's a lot That's of, yop. A lot, Is of yop. a lot of Yop. Am I yeah. keeping Yop afloat? And what kind of Yop? It was like there was a guy at my
1: university. Uh, I saw him at the vending machine buying a Ritter Sport. And I was <laughs> like,
3: who the fuck buys Ritter Sport? I've never seen
1: anybody buy a Ritter Sport. You might want to have a vending machine. You're so desperate for a Ritter Sport. You're going to pay over the odds to get one now. So you would walk and eat. Definitely walk and eat. And and that's always been the way. Like I've How always, are you doing the
3: cheesy chips and the chicken this cheese is, at the
1: same time, this, man? This is it. You know, you'd have to make a kind of pile of the lot, basically. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes,
3: yes, yes, that, yes. That
1: wasn't my usual order. No, but That was a few slightly bleaker <laughs>
2: moments in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so, very briefly, I'm just not to interrupt, we've never done this before, but I'm going to read out a listener email in our chat here, because it's relevant to it. Right. We, I got an yeah. email yeah. Uh, this yeah. morning uh, to the show saying... Uh, listening to your latest podcast and the conversation about eating while walking. My mother was Japanese and she taught me that eating while walking is considered to be incredibly bad manners and deeply uncivilized in Japanese society. As a result, I have a deeply ingrained aversion to eating while walking, even to a degree eating while moving generally. It says, I'm okay with trains and planes, just don't ask me why. I couldn't really give you a coherent answer. But anyway, that's from K. Taniguchi, who says, basically, so in Japan, it is so frowned upon. You just don't do it. Nobody will ever eat and walk. It's
1: considered to be really socialist sort or of rude. And- and- Okay, so, so is that also partly to do with Japanese cuisine as well? Uh, Harder to eat, I would say. I mean, I don't know if there's a, a, if there's kebab shops in Japan, but yes. Um, I mean, also I, respect I'm, to I'm that sure it's like, there's, yeah, there's, there's a culture, there's a different
3: question. Yes, would you only eat in water like that when you're drunk? Because if it was two p.m., it's the afternoon, and you felt like a chicken sheesh or any kind of meal that was relatively substantial. As a takeaway would you eat it and walk I just don't think you would Yeah, No
1: I'd have I'd have you like would. yeah
3: if I was like running between sort of
1: meetings or whatever and I was grabbing like something from Leon like a love burger or something You'd, yeah. you'd have I'd that. Even walk that well, What yeah, would yeah. these meetings
2: be about out of interest would be like a, like a movie well, maybe yeah. or like <laughs> modeling work or whatever usually, Yeah I'd go from
1: one model agency <laughs> to another with my beautiful singing voice and one if I want to represent <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. you eat a burger on the I'd eat a burger walking down a train station Would you eat a burger on a train would I eat a burger? Yeah, i eat a burger on a train, yeah.
2: I love burger, yeah.
3: would, would you eat a I burger? I would eat a
2: burger if I was sat down, let's get really specific here, in a single seat with a little flap down a table from the seat oh, right in front fine, of me. Of of course. I probably would that's feel fine. more
1: awkward if I was sat at a table with people I didn't know. I probably oh, then uh, wouldn't yeah. eat the burger. If you're burger. on a four table of a train, you can't really eat anything that smells yeah. of anything. And on the tube? Would you eat? Absolutely not. A packed tube? Would you? Oh, because I've thinking about it. Yeah. I've definitely eaten a love burger on a tube. <gasps> yeah, yeah. Definitely
3: have. Have you? Uh, yeah. I think, that's, uh, I mean, that's, I
1: think disgusting that's disgusting to you. No, disgusting. How
3: is <laughs> <what laughs> it? it, out of
1: it <laughs> call me a fucking pig. All right? no, because I feel really you're intimating with a little looks to each other. Call me a disgusting, grubby pig who eats out of a trough
2: every night. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Because I know what you're getting at.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. At least pigs are eating out in the fresh air. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. To give. I have thought about when I'm on a train before of going to the toilet to eat my. <gasps> like, if it's really that busy, is... I think maybe I'll go in the toilet. But then I worry if someone pressing the button and the door slowly sliding open just see me with a big mac. <laughs> <Yeah>, well, I <I'm> think <laughs>
3: you should lock the door in general. Yeah, but it's that, it's not
2: always easy. Those yeah. sliding doors, you can forget the yeah, light. And yeah. I've had it before, it <laughs> slid open, and I've been, you know, up to my whatever. Up your knees, up Up your knees, and chew two nuggets. (laughs) (laughs) Just to be absolutely clear, fifteen bottles of yop around it, (laughs) just cleaning up the hatch. (laughs) So, okay. Once again, any listeners have any views on this, do get in contact with the show. We're getting loads already. I just find it a fascinating subject. Um, So. University, so you were eating shish and that sort of stuff, and it sort of, it sort of tailed out a bit. And now you very
1: rarely do it. It's a treat. I mean, I will say, since we've had the second kid, you know, and life gets a bit busier. Also as well, I think, obviously, it changed for everybody during the pandemic. So mm-hmm. much more time spent at home. You know, you've got to try and create nice things for yourself. You've got to try and make your yes. life nice. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it, yeah. and it is an event, I think. It should be. I think that's what I like about it. Is It's never become every day. It always feels like a treat. Mm. So even ordering a pizza is very exciting. You know and as a consequence, I always because pizza has become now like garlic bread. If you get it from a, a sourdough pizza type place, it's yeah. basically just like another pizza, yeah. It is, yeah. It
3: is, and actually, it's
1: just not well, cool. your thoughts, it's just basically bread. It feels lazy on the side, it's rubbish. I think it's rubbish, but I am a total sucker for it, really.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think- for,
1: my, for my mind, they perfected garlic bread with the sliced baguette. That Couldn't is that's garlic bread. And actually, starting to go to kids' parties now, because yeah. my daughter's three, there's always garlic bread there. And I are love they? It. Oh.
2: Are they actually?
3: I think they might be the best garlic bread. The one from the yeah. supermarket. It's a garlic baguette, guys. Yeah. yeah, it's a yeah. garlic baguette. And it's that middle one, that's the one that's most drenched in the garlic. Yeah. That's the nicest one. Yeah, and then the ones at the end, which are quite crusty, because it's just that baguette up. But they're, they're in the filling. We call them the knob. Who oh, wants okay. the knob? Yeah. Oh, the knob? Yeah. Really? Genuinely, yeah. the really? bit in the middle?
1: No, no, the bit in bit bit the middle. Who wants the, wants the, the knob? knob? Yeah. And across the down we would fight over the two knobs. <laughs>
0: really?
1: There were six of us. Not enough knobs to go round. <laughs> yeah, you do the math. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, talking of knobs, should we try this huge pickle? Yes. <laughs> now, you've never had a pickled egg. Is that right? I've never had a pickled egg. Do you want
3: to do a taste test on a pickled egg? I would egg? love that. Okay, right, there's three here. I'm gonna go for the middle one.
1: Yeah, let's try. It's with Oh, that, it's maybe.
3: cold to the touch.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can pop it in the microwave, but it would be. No, I think it's outside. Would right. you? Did you want oh. it to be? No, no, I mean, I, I, I want it It's It's quite sort of
3: hard, firm. isn't it? It's quite a firm. hard
1: egg. So how yeah. am I doing this? It would be bad if they hadn't boiled it. wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, yeah. No, it's, I think just straight in. I you would, could, the okay. whole thing. You could, do, you could do the whole I'm thing, but no, I, I would. Is this your
3: first ever pickled egg? I think it is. My it's my first. I'm just gonna film you having this. one second. Okay. Thoughts? That is good. It's what you
1: imagine, isn't it? Yeah. And I'll say one thing. Oh, that surely. Is got that vinegary thing. cream.
3: This is up you. Yeah, like vinegar,
1: this is exactly. a big egg for you, man. Scene. It really is. Look at that. Oh, yes. You is can that, barely taste the egg, and that is ideal. That, yeah. Crucially, what you can get is the texture of the egg. Oh, yeah.
3: Which <laughs> that is. overcooked yolk. It's really <laughs> vinegary.
1: <laughs> it's really vinegary and a little <laughs> bit dry, but weirdly, amazing. Mm. That is really, really good.
3: Yeah, mm, it's
0: great. was
2: great. I once, when I was on a stag do, in Amsterdam, this sounds like it to be a really exciting story. But it's not. I was hungover the next day in a hotel, do watching a kids show, <laughs> a Dutch kids show, where the whole audience was counting down from ten. Before the host tried a pickled egg for the first time. <laughs> um, they all counted out to ten. He tried it and he went, Yeah, it's quite, it's quite nice. And that was it. It was, like, it was the worst bit of television I've ever, ever seen. Uh, we just recreated it for your podcast. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. This so, is good. I do like this. I think this is nice. So side. I'm going to go
3: from the pickled egg back to the pickled cucumber mm-hmm. and have a bite of these because I do love the pickled cucumber. I'm not quite
2: sure how you're supposed to have the egg as part of the meal though.
3: Do you just stop and have an egg break you you it with the it's chips? It's a good point because it? right now I feel kind of guilty that I'm not eating the whole egg. Did anyone else feel that? I felt um, like I wasn't quite sure what to do with it. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. you're not going to finish that. Well, no, I
3: will finish it. But, but I, like... I felt like I had to have it all in one go and then continue with the rest of the meal. Whereas now I feel like I am going to have it in bits. <laughs> but <now> I'm <laughs> it on the side. <laughs> it's,
1: it's, like, worry. it's like the interval snack. Yeah, 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 like, yeah exactly. I feel like that. Oh, I've had a bit. I put it down to the side. I'm not. The yeah, taste of it doesn't really go. I mean, it's very vinegary, but it doesn't really it's go with anything. It Do you think so? I can amuse Boosh. Yeah, yeah, a sorbet, it's but like a... Because
3: you're not having the pickled egg now with some chips and some fish all in one go. No. You're not dipping your pickled egg in the curry sauce.
2: I think that's really nice though. Big fan of that. Big Ooh, fan of that.
3: you're opening up something what? else there, Craig? It's a second curry
2: oh, sauce. Lovely. So, the pickled egg, some people might think is slightly unusual. Are there sort of weird takeaway habits that you have? Any things that you do that you look as maybe being a little bit unusual?
3: I mean, I'd say the... Two or three shish crabs in one night is a bit unusual. <laughs> two, two,
1: yeah. I'd say the ordering the... Obviously ordering the garlic bread is not unusual, but I have, in the past, at a Franca Manca, done the uh, three courses. Have you done that? No. Oh, which is the um, the garlic bread is the starter. Cheesy mm-hmm. garlic bread at the starter, which is a pizza. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> then they bring out your pizza, which is a pizza <laughs> and then they bring out the dessert, which is um. a pizza with a load of Nutella on the top. Of it.
3: Yes, yes, Craig, I've, I've done this. I've
1: done it, and I, even as I was eating the pizza, I was thinking, well, I've had too much pizza already. <laughs> still, when they said, do you want anything else? I was like, yeah, can I have that pizza covered in Nutella? Not a delivery <clears> order, <throat> but... Um, Does that work, like Nutella on a pizza base? Mm-hmm. Well, sort Sounds of. Like you're, you're moving house and you've just got...
2: <laughs> <laughs> you've got to get rid of it <laughs> I'm not convinced
1: that works. No, it's it? not. It tastes as you'd imagine. I mean, they take all the cheese and tomato off. Oh right, so okay, that's, that's good. You know. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> a, little, a little nicer, but yeah. But
3: you end up just going for the centre, don't you? Because the edges are the
1: doughy, quite this quite That's already the case with a lot of sourdough pizzas, is you know, it's a lot of beach before you get to the sea, yeah, isn't it? it with, is. uh, with those pizzas. <laughs> it's, it's a long a old walk to get to the actual <laughs> bit you want. Yeah. Um but yeah, I don't know, I don't know why people would go for the, the three, but I've done it. You've done that as well. Yeah. I have. I wouldn't do it again. Oh. Pickled egg on the curry sauce, here we go. Yeah, that, actually, that's a good choice. And what about sort of weird pleasures that you have, in, in
2: food mm, in general? Are there, are there sort of strange things? So I'll give you my example. Mine is, I really like Oreos, yeah. salt vinegar crisps, and milk at the same time in my mouth. I really like that. So I talk about how I, I love vinegar. Yeah. But I love that combination of flavours. Salt vinegar crisps, Oreo, biscuit, and milk,
1: all of them. Yes, I can do that. I would say my real vice for food is um, Heinz cream and mushroom soup. Oh, I'm absolutely obsessed with I'll show you. That. Really? Yeah, I'll just... This is, like, this is my... I'm uh, going to open a drawer. Yeah. <laughs> and it
3: is. And and it's just, a whole room full of them.
1: It's just... <laughs> just, oh just God, absolutely... a lot, <laughs> <of them, laughs> to be honest. Just loads of them, right? Just absolutely tight. <laughs> Yeah. That's quite a lot Okay. see. There's a few more in there as well. Oh, well, there are a few more. Oh, you're, there's a you were
2: pandemic ready, weren't you? Can you make a tower of cream and mushroom soup that's as tall as you? Can we just briefly <laughs> see if we can do that? <laughs> mainly because that's got a great photo for our I Instagram. I think we can do it if we cheat a few of the tomatoes. I don't want to wake up your children. Sorry, no, I won't wake up the kids That's console. not a reason to wake your children, because you were trying to make a cream and
3: mushroom tower. No, they, is they, it? They, it won't. Look, um, Crosby's sure to understand how important content is. Yeah, I don't know if that's... Yeah. They don't actually tessellate as well as you do it's as tall as Josh. Really I can see that's twice you've said to tessellate today, and I think that's really rather sexy. Thanks, man. <laughs> uh, I mean, this is by the way. Is is not not sour. Sour. It's, it's not structurally sound. It's not going to work. It's, a, it's abandoned. It. St- it's so, really you're so much
2: taller than that.
1: Yeah. Ooh, oh no! Oh, oh, that was me doing a load of soups.
0: So, to finish, we fail to make a tower. This
3: image right now of Crosby, it's pretty, pretty pathetic. it? just cramming a soup full of. I've come
2: in the shame. The How do you think your wife would feel if both kids had woken up there and she came
1: down and said, what's going on? You said, I was trying to make a tower of cream mushroom soup.
3: she was that part for the
2: course. She
1: wouldn't so <laughs> <okay, bye. Yeah. laughs> be the first time this week. So cream um, mushroom soup. And alongside that, peanut butter on toast. Yeah. But with the soup? With the soup, yeah. Oh. oh
0: so we're talking crunchy
1: peanut butter on toast. Right. Dipping it in the soup. And, really? Yeah. And occasionally, if I wanted to give it an extra kick, chilli flakes on top of the soup.
3: That's
1: so I nice. Think that's, I think, and so why is it? Explain, justify actually the peanut
2: butter and the soup because that to me that doesn't sound like it would work. I'm sure you I'm sorry, it must do. Is
3: have. the peanut butter? What is it that's happening there? Going in the soup. Yeah. So it's basically so
1: crunchy peanut butter soldiers, in creamy, sort of gloopy kind of. Yeah. There's something. There's something about it. it just, and did it, you <clears> it, it fits, did you it dis- did you discover this by accident or was it like a Crosby family thing? No, this is just a bunch of things that I like. You know, I like peanut butter, I like... I mean, I, I, I eat so much of that soup. Yeah. I basically, you know... Have you tested other things, things that you day. like
2: that haven't come off in that way? Are you the sort of person that goes,
1: wait a second, I like that, I like that, and go through all the options until one of them works? Uh, when I was a kid, yeah. I used to eat white bread, buttered, cornflakes, ketchup... Another white bread buttered as a sandwich.
2: So that white bread, white bread buttered. Yeah. cornflakes corn on top of that. Yeah. Okay, cornflakes buttered. So you've already lost your mind.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so at that point you're certifiable. And then, yeah, yeah. And then ketchup, ketchup on top, on top of the cornflakes. And then another slice of uh, buttered bread for a little sort of crun- a crunchy, Are you saucy sandwich. No, just no. Go, you go straight in on that. That can't work. That- Can that work? Well, Well, it can work. work. Is it it any good? I've moved on. I haven't had it for probably 30 years, but How um, does the ketchup work with the cornflakes? There's two things it's doing. Firstly, it's the taste. Yeah, You know, because cornflakes basically don't taste it all that much. That's true. Cornflakes are rubbish. Yeah,
3: they are yeah. rubbish. You're, you're what, they how are they so popular? And they don't last long at all in the milk. No, yeah, yeah. Like, they go well, That's why you're going to totally put butter on them.
1: That's Forget <laughs> milk, put milk to one side. Oh, I get it, I get but it. it I get as
3: soon it. as milk touches cornflakes... It's based, so they in fact, the worst it's the one thing you wouldn't want to put cornflakes into is milk.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really gloopy. Okay. Okay. Sort of tasteless. You've got to put something on top. You've got to put sugar or... or and actually, or there's actually
3: nothing that tastes worse than texture of a wet cornflake. Like, yeah. if you get a wet cornflake, that yeah. is a pretty gross... Feeling in the mouth. It feels like when you're eating cereal, sort of generally, you do need to kind of
1: constantly top it up to kind of. Yeah, pick, and you, and you, eat you, with the milk. Yes, eat. the milk is your enemy in that. The, yeah. <laughs> well, but, like, my daughter eats dry cereal now and drinks milk on the side. And I've think, heard that
3: this is a thing. Dry, dry, well, I
1: don't to think she's seen it, it on Instagram. <laughs> she's she's not three as I've said already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just the way she likes <laughs> hot milk in a beaker and then dry cereal on the side, which I think is actually, yeah. you know. She's a control freak, basically. Yeah, she yeah, She dictates yeah. how sloppy the cereal's gonna be. But yeah, so the taste of ketchup, and also, again, it, it adheres everything together. It keeps everything sort of, you know, in the sandwich. It doesn't just collapse.
2: But you've got rid of that one, but you've stuck with the peanut butter and yeah, the peanut Yeah, still have mushrooms. that all
1: the time, yeah. And how often are you having that? I would say, uh, once a fortnight, maybe. And are you that. having that for your dinner? Are you not sat with din- your not little Not tray getting... Not my dinner, no. When, when, is, it? when is it? That's a lunchtime treat you <laughs> That's my lunchtime treat. It's, it's also, by the way, because I'm working from home a lot, it's things I can do quickly. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Peanut yeah. butter on toast, quick. Soup, quick. Yeah, I eat so much of that soup. I don't know why, but it's just my. It's the thing I eat more than anything you, else. Of. You're decanting
3: the soup into a bowl, you're not straight out of the can. No, no. I. I used
1: to okay. at university. I w- was known to drink soup out of the I can. I think of- that's okay to drink soup out of
2: the can. I see Were you problem heating with
1: that. the soup then? No.
2: So you're just drinking cold soup from a can?
1: Yeah, yeah, like a drug addict.
2: yeah, yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> Have you read the, the book The Road? Have you read that? I uh, sort of imagine the sort of thing that happened <laughs> Yeah,
3: you. Yeah, you're going through the trash, you're <laughs> yeah. seeing what you can find, <laughs> yeah. and
1: you're drinking it straight out of the can. No <laughs> way of making fire. Yeah. That's what i have got to do, yeah. What is the soup you're drinking straight from the
2: can? Sorry. that was, again, that was a Mushroom. It's quite a It's been with. doing that it,
1: in a way. It's quite popular. It hasn't made me strong. If anything, it's made me much weaker. <laughs> okay.
2: So is that why you had three shisha a day just to get some hot food?
0: Because
2: <laughs> <laughs> they had <have laughs> access
1: to another. It would get to 2am and I'd be like, I haven't eaten anything hot all day.
2: <laughs> That's remarkable. Well, Claire, my girlfriend, she used to eat baked beans straight from the Oh, yeah, yeah, cold, which still do that, still do that, yeah. You can have baked beans cold.
3: Yeah, I think that's all right. But once again, that's something that needs to be touched by heat to have some joy in it, surely. Baked beans. No, I don't think so. It's a rich tomato sauce, isn't it? So it is flavour in that tomato sauce. I love that sauce. I'm a big fan of it. There's a lot of it sitting right at the top, though, isn't it? You've got to stir that.
1: Yeah, especially now it's mostly snap pots. Oh, heat, yeah. I mean, uh, consuming a lot of snap pots. Mm. So that is absolutely swimming in
3: sauce at the top. and you've got to stir it before you pour it out. Otherwise, if you're pouring it out straight out of the like tin can, you're getting all that liquid right at the no, top, aren't that's you? just going all over your, plate yeah, it's it's all over your place. place. It's going all over your It's a nightmare. Who was such a sweet elderly couple. <laughs> yes, same, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we must go on, darling. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This has You take right. that the front <laughs> room.
2: <laughs> so, before we sort of wrap up, there's a, there's a couple of questions I wanted to ask. <laughs> you are someone, you eat fish but not meat, so it'll be interesting right. to see what your answers here are. Uh, we always ask people what their go-to orders are for the classic two takeouts, being McDonald's, yes. if you ever have it, and yep. also... Well, you, don't, you say you don't like Domino's, we are probably mm. not Domino's, so I'm happy just for you just to go McDonald's. Or KFC. Uh, or KFC, but... We'll... Or oh, KFC,
1: absolutely, I'm oh, great. a huge okay. KFC, KFC yeah. So, let's, let's start with
2: McDonald's. What is the Matthew Cosby go-to
1: order at McDonald's? The breakfast. Really? Yeah. That's the only thing I think I ever crave from McDonald's. I used to, when I was doing stand-up more regularly, I would have, every 18 months, I would eat McDonald's and go, oh, this is the reason I don't like McDonald's, I hate it. Right, yeah. I hate don't like the taste. I mean, it's very, very popular. Mm. I know I'm in the minority <laughs> here, but don't like the taste and would immediately make me feel depressed. Not what I'd done, it would have a sort of physiological response. Mm. <coughs> uh, Interesting. You know, that would make me suddenly go, oh, you know, I feel like all the life was draining out of me. But then, for some reason, I still like the breakfast. Okay. I still will go for the,
2: oh, the hash browns have?
1: or the Egg uh, the muffin. So
2: love an Egg McMuffin. I am so keenly against breakfast, I actually think they should scrap it. Are you
0: mad? Yeah, I. Or that's, or that's, not That's why do... you weren't
3: hired as that McDonald's CEO position <laughs> that you <he> need for? <laughs> Has he lost billions the... of their <laughs> business? Does <laughs> he denied customers? What,
1: what's a good idea? You know you've got to 24 hours. <laughs> you <pick all> that, <laughs> all that I'm going at six for a having a tea, all right? Okay. <laughs> OK.
2: Or at the very least, so you should at least offer a Big Mac pre-11 a.m. for one of your hungover. Because they've clearly got the stuff. It's not like at 11 o'clock some guy turns in with a pallet and goes, well, I've got the burgers They're making it fresh, no, no, They're there. So I reckon they just should just stick Big Mac at the end of their breakfast menu for the people like me who have no interest in that Egg McMuffin thing. That's all I want, and if they're listening, just, you know. But what about the sausage McMuffin? Is that not doing anything for you? For me, it's okay. It's a sort of, like, slightly What about
3: the background. hash brown the little packet? I do oh, like the hash so 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 greasy. brown. So I was happy. The love brown the packet coming yeah. out is a treat. That's great if you're hungover. That is a treat. And it's big and it's flat. It's it is. I quite like the
2: packet also. It's weirdly small. I don't know why it's just slightly too small. It's too <laughs> small. It's, just it's like a sleeping bag that you, you bought when you were 14. It's and a festival. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's your wedding suit,
1: basically.
2: I get into this,
3: um, so I would go Big Mac and hash brown to answer Okay, that question. so you've got Big Mac and hash brown for breakfast. So that's your McDonald's breakfast. Yeah. And then you've got a KFC as a...
1: Now, I don't eat chicken anymore. I used to be obsessed with chicken. Did you? Love Nando's. Love KFC. Did a Edinburgh show all about Nando's. That's how much I love Nando's. But I love KFC. And, and coming back from gigs, especially, rather than taking the direct route home, I'd get the Tube down to Brixton, go to the big KFC on the corner uh, by the Ritzy, and I would get the Zinger Tower meal. I absolutely loved it. It was a real treat. The fact that it comes in a little box, Mm, that's great, you know. That that's yeah. already feels exciting. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm a sucker for any food that's in a box. You know, I love an upgrade on Virgin Trains on the weekend, just to get like a, <laughs> a, bit of a cracker and some Dairy Lee <laughs> in a box. Oh, food in a, something <laughs> like a box just feels really exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I love the box, and then I would get the the night bus. <laughs> I'd get the N3 back to Crystal Palace, and I would elongate my journey. And in fact, if anything, I feel like you know, since I've moved up in the world and started taking Ubers, I miss that pleasure of eating a KFC on a night bus. No-one else around you on that night bus misses that pleasure, though. Well, this is it. This is what stopped me doing it, is that one time I went upstairs, cos it was pretty quiet, right? it was an early night bus, not many people coming back, it was pretty quiet. Uh, I went upstairs, there was only one other guy, and he was sat way up the front, so I sat way at the back, and I was there eating my food. And as it came to his stop, he got up, walked over to me... You realised it was Ronald McDonald, and he said, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> He came over to me and said, "You're disgusting." No, yeah. no. Yeah, and I couldn't argue with him. I was covered in gravy, <laughs> just, you know, just dripping and stuff. Like I think I was at the time licking my fingers, which is wow. oh, almost cliche. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's what they it's what they want you to do. You're disgusting. And he came over and he went, "You're disgusting," and. I just was like, I was so taken aback by it that like I didn't know how to. I, didn't know. I was like, but I, 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 I'm just eating my, this is my dinner. And he was by that time he was gone, and that was it. Last time I ever did it. I just started, that's, so that's, crazy. Crazy. That's, so that's so that is So that is. And this was this was probably I would say you know seven years ago. Like it wasn't a long time ago. You know I was into my thirties when he did it, and um, yeah, it was really. It was wow. And did you stopped eating KFC after that, or you stopped eating it on buses. You would no longer have it publicly. I just I think, think the whole joy of. The KFC, like
2: disappeared. Oh, so, so you
3: killed off the whole drawer of KFC, not yeah, just. Yeah, I mean, I still. You wouldn't I still like occasionally... I Just going on the lower level of the bus.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. I
3: would ride right off the back, of Martin <laughs> McFly style on a escape hat. <laughs> 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 Alfred's going to die.
1: No, I just, that was it. I was just, ah, just, you know. Wow, that's maybe so I, traumatic. Maybe I am disgusting. You know? You're
3: not disgusting. No, 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 no I, You're, you're beautiful, beautiful. In that, so. beautiful. In that moment, you know. That man is disgusting.
1: Like, I've been on a lot of night buses. Mm. I can't be the most disgusting thing he's seen alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless this is like some sort of vigilante thing he does, he tells everyone they're disgusting. When they have this, like, those Channel 4 programs like 24 Hour London or whatever happens to be, they're not going to
2: cut to you having a KFC on the top of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, there's much worse things that happen. It's like, this disgusting
3: Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> It's the first thing in the trailer. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: The Daily Mail are covering yeah. it before so he's like, going all there. over the world. Ban
1: suddenly- <laughs> this sick TV <laughs> show. Showing a man eating a Zinger towel. Have to you got gravy on the bell? How <laughs> 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 do you there. There's a sentence you No, know, I, t- I was cleaning my fingers before touching everything else on the bus. Yeah, that was it. I was cleaning my fingers with my tongue like a good boy before touching things that other people have to touch. That's absolutely blown my mind. I'm very sorry that happened
3: to you. I'm very okay. sorry that happened. Hey, that, that is, a- that's the most traumatic thing I think one of our guests has experienced because they were yeah. enjoying a takeaway and then we are told by a member of the public that it was disgusting. I'm, I love And those- we... We don't stand for that. As yeah, right. a podcast, I we I don't stand should, for that. I
1: think you should, you know, and I don't think I was being particularly disgusted. Nah. I mean, sure, other people's food doesn't smell great. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, actually, the last time we did the Aberystwyth Comedy Festival, myself and Tom and Ben from Pappy's, we all rushed to a chip shop, got fish and chips for the train, and then the train pulled into Aberystwyth station, you will know this. Yes. It's like one carriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't believe how small it was. Yeah. And we got on the train with this fish and chips, and there must have been like 150 people crammed into this one yeah, carriage. Yeah. You just feel like a total monster. And that guy was there. What a chance. <laughs> <laughs> you again. <laughs> um,
2: Crosby, what an absolute joy to I'm share s- a meal with you. And really uh, before we end, let's give our views
1: on. Where is uh, this? It? It's Blue Sea Fish Bar in kind of the nebulous Birkbeck, Annalee, Elmers End area. <laughs> Great, which is Kent. <laughs>
2: So, I thought this was excellent fish and chips. It's good, isn't it? I thought it was really, yeah, really I, good.
3: Can I say what my, the highlight was for me, obviously, was the pickled egg. Yeah, the pickled and and egg yeah. the pickled egg in the curry Did sauce. Dipsy curry sauce. That, for me, was a revelation. A couple of things
1: we notice here, of course. We talked about it outside the yeah. chip shop. So much chips. Yeah, We've yeah, all yeah. got, there's probably three portions of chips here I agree. still left over. I'd so say much.
3: each portion is three quarters left.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've sort of I've eaten a lot of chips. You said but it you've looks got like the small of, chips. That's that, that small chips, and I still... That is still massive. It's too many chips. You've not touched your your bread roll. Are you oh. going to make yourself a chip butty now, for the I journey did, home? I <clears> added <throat> a bread roll at the end because I do normally
2: enjoy chip butty. But then I haven't normally eaten this much. You still have this much <laughs> left. <laughs> Where I live in East London, if you get fish and chips, sort of, you know, you get a normal. This is incredible. The amount of chips they give us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We live of, high on the hog here in this area. But I thought it was really, really great. Do go check it out if you live nearby, because they're very generous and it's great food. It's great food. Uh, Crosby, thank you so much. What it's a, a pleasure. An absolute joy. Thanks for coming over
1: and thanks for having me. You should celebrate
2: yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewellery. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewellery of the highest quality at the best price.
0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. That was a very, very funny, Matt Crosby.
3: Thanks to Matt for letting us round. Uh, And thanks to everyone who's been on this series. And thanks to you, the listeners, for tuning in and not getting turned off but instead enjoying all of our mad ramblings about takeaways and we've really had a great time (laughs) and on that if you have been enjoying the show do spread the word tell your friends
2: and also subscribe and leave us a review if you subscribe it means you'll never miss a show when they come out Um, and we will be back soon with a third series with amazing guests if there's anyone you'd like us to have on the show Get in contact and we'll see what we can do. Uh, it's been a joy. Simran, I can't wait to get going again. And uh, thanks so much for listening.
3: Bye. Thank you, guys.
0: Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable.